Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where our in-game polling system is terrible, but at least it brings about more positive change for its respective community than SCOTUS. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. Welcome to the XP Waste podcast, like Oxy said. We talk about old school RuneScape, we talk about the news, things happening in the game. We are very likely to get off on tangents. Um, but buckle up because it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're not new around here, welcome back. Happy to have you. I'm training agility. Didn't didn't think that was going to happen this soon. Let's go, baby. <laughs> He's on the grind. I know. I've committed in my brain to at least an hour or a hundred laps of any respective course every day, and I've committed to that. So okay, yeah, okay. I'm going to try and see if that works out because agility is not something I want to leave to like, just like no life until the very end. And mm-hmm. as of right now, it's my lowest skill. So I'm not really motivated to do Slayer. I'm not really motivated to do Thieving or Hunter. And that's really all I have left. So if I can knock some, if I can knock some agility out while I'm motivated, it's not a bad shout. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> How are you, Oxy? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm upset at the US, but I'm yeah, good. Same. Otherwise. Okay. Yeah. We're glad we're on the same page with that. That's why I said the <laughs> intro is gonna be spicy because I don't know where I don't know where we stood. But yeah. like um I know our analytics are like ninety-eight percent men. It's important for us to care about this too, because mm-hmm. like, wow, this is gonna lead to a lot of problems for wives, girlfriends, sisters, moms, daughters, most importantly. So yeah. Be aware of that and be mad about it because holy. And then some of the things that they've said are also on the table for redoing. Holy. Be mad about it. That's the extent of the politicalness we'll do today for the regular, regularly scheduled XP waste content. (laughs) But in game, I'm in game. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm a little burnt after this Vikings bingo. Oh no. But, but I'm, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Uh we are thieving. So if there's a lot of mouse clicks this episode, it's just like the rune crafting days, baby. We're spam clicking the absolute <laughs> shit out of this poor Artie Knight. Um and I don't know who's on this splash world right now, but nobody's actually splashing the night. Uh it's kind of a chaotic mess, but it's so much better with like than when I was trying to do it way back in the day i think i've said it before like going for dragon slayer 2 rex and then going for 91 i've been very different experiences Mm -hmm. it's a very Mm -hmm. very nice thing so i should hit i think 83 by the end of this episode um yeah yeah. and then after that i don't know i might afk i bought 99 cooking and i bought 99 farming so i've got some longer term goals in the mix uh, I got my prims back this week, and it was one of the only tiles I contributed to the bingo board. <laughs> there you go. I, in very in very classic Oxy fashion, the very first thing I did when I was able to get online was, all right, sick, Venonatus, Theater of Blood. I got those tiles. Don't you yeah. worry. Um, got Venonatus pretty spooned. I got a treasonous ring, like 50 KC oh, nice. into the day. So, like, that was pretty nice. Um, teammates came through with the Dragon 2H and the, and the pickaxe. And then I got one of Vernick, and then I think collectively between myself and the other teammates of mine who were able to raid, we probably saw like 150 chests without anything in our name. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah. It wasn't 150 raids, but like, you know, when all three of us are going on the raids yeah. together or two of us are going on the raids together, it's just, 
it was it was rough to see purples. Yeah. I I did you know I did see one. It was in the Vernix, so we did make a little bit of money, but mm. that tile did not get done. Um, what, otherwise, what was yeah. the tile? It was any three raids uniques, but they didn't count kits, dust, pets, or um, something else. It was kits, dust, pets, and like preserved scrolls, scrolls which like obviously oh, okay. preserved scrolls don't count, but like you know. I thought the kits, dust, and pet was a little harsh. Yeah. There was a, a pet unique. bonus, so the pet I understand. Um, I thought the kits and dust were a little harsh, though, because I feel like there's... I, like We could have just spammed hard modes all week and been like dragged through by Jesse and Immortal <laughs> and gotten kits, but like... Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I, I'm not mad about it, though. I, I had a good time with Bingo. Like I said, very burnt, very excited to play other video games, very excited to skill... Um, and because I know you're all chomping at the bit, waiting for information, the Inferno feels good. Ooh, I I think the skill set has finally developed to a point where like I know what to do in like probably eighty percent of cases. Um, mm-hmm. like as soon as it spawns, I know where to go. Nice. Um, the world was so bad last night. I was one tick alternating at the proper speed. And nothing was changing. What? At some point, I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, good. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on wave 23 because I'm not alternating. Like, I-, I can't. Like, the world was just bad. If you hop worlds, does it keep you in the inferno? Yeah, it does. Oh, you can okay. log out and stay in the inferno. I just was like, eh. it was like 11:30, 11:40 at night. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I die, I die. I don't care. I ended up dying because uh, I'm a dirty, dirty nibbler chaser. Um, <laughs> and instead of just letting a pillar take more health damage. I um I just sent it for the nibblers and that was a mistake. So, but otherwise the inferno is feeling good. I'm maybe I'll just get super motivated and do a run every single day, maybe once or twice a day until between us. now and when I go to Europe. I don't know. I'm just ready to have it done. I was having this conversation last night that like, and I know I've said it before on the show that I'm so ready to be done with this grind because there are so many other things I want to accomplish. Like. Mm-hmm. I have my goal sheet pulled up right now. All these 99s I want to get, all these like stupid random KC goals, like all of it is sort of not riding on the cape, but like they will all, they're very easy ways to distract myself from like the biggest goal of the year. It's a roadblock, right? Like you're feeling stuck at a, at a, at a crossroads. And until you get your, until you get your main goal out of the way, you're not wanting to move on. Well, I think that's the issue is I, I'm really ready to move on. I would like to do anything else yeah. besides the Inferno. But I also know that, like, I'm so easily distracted in this game that, like, I could spend the next three months at Warcath to get a thousand KC and hunt the pet. And then October rolls around and I am still no closer to getting a cape. So, yeah, I yeah. would I know it's just easy for me to, like, get distracted by some of this dumb shit instead of actually getting it. So. That's been my that's been my week. The groupie, nothing happened on the groupie. I think I mined, I did lunar diplomacy, and then that's it. I didn't even mm-hmm. multi-log this week just because you've I been, couldn't really multi-log doing some of the PVM. So you've been multi-logging a lot, so no shame in that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was a busy week on the main with this bingo, so I couldn't even like it's hard to like click on the new motherload mine thing because you got crashed by some shitter iron man while you're like doing sire or cerberus on your main like it's i I was having a hard time so i'm like whatever just logged out i don't even know where my iron man is at this point to to like know what i was up to (laughs) within the last couple of days so two things going back to the first thing you said about bingo and how you're feeling burnt 
I'm just curious if there's ever going to be a time where like you or I or anybody doesn't walk away from bingo not feeling burnt. Like it happens almost every single time, inevitably. Yeah. And I, I'm curious if we can have a sit down with the rest of the mods and figure out a way if we can help people avoid that this fall. Like, I don't know. It's just going to take some planning if we can. If it's not a, if it's not possible, it's not possible. But I really dislike the feeling of like once you play bingo, nobody really wants to play RuneScape for like two months, <laughs> and it's happened. Like, there's people who played in Springo who we have like not, literally never seen them again. You haven't seen them. <laughs> like, not that we caused them to leave, but like you go so hard during a bingo week, and especially ours because they're like ten days. Mm-hmm. You go so hard and you play a lot and you you do so much in the game that it's mentally taxing and you just feel burnt. Yeah. So I um that's something I want to be mindful about going into fall bingo. Um maybe make it shorter, maybe make it longer. Don't know what the answer is, but I'm just curious. And then the second thing is, without spoiling anything for Patreon, um I you know, I'm tracking with you on that Inferno talk. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's feeling it, boys. I'm feeling, He's it. feeling it. All right. So, I mean, as far as before I ask you how your week was, as far as bingo goes, I mean, I think it's just the competitive nature of people to like want to go hard. I don't even think I went that hard this week, mm-hmm. is the thing. I think it's the obligation. It's yeah, the feeling it's obligated the, to play. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I think it's the competitive nature of people that's going to be hard to like make people not burn out you know but it's just like that with any activity i suppose it can be that way with like school i know we have a lot of students who listen to us Mm -hmm. uh and having been a student for my whole life up until like two months ago uh it's really easy to like put everything you have into an activity and then when the exam comes or when bingo ends or whatever it is you don't even want to think about what you just did like whatever you just spent so long studying or whatever you just spent so long grinding you want absolutely no part of it Mm -hmm. even if it's something you're passionate about studying or something an activity you really like doing i love melee vorkath you make me do you make me do vorkath for a week i'm not gonna go back for a month Mm -hmm. like i that's just how it goes yeah um yeah but if you wanted to you could you could I go could for two weeks and not feel it. I could. Yeah, it's just that mindset thing. Yeah. I've also got some plans for fall bingo that uh, might Ooh. really drive some people's competitive nature. We haven't really delved much into <laughs> what we're going to do for fall bingo, but I have some plans. We need to chat with the the moderators and the administrative people mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. bingo. I think it's going to be fun this year. <laughs> I don't think it's going to help with burnout, but I, I think it's going to be fun. So, Michael, how's your week been? Well, first of all, I'm thinking back to the time we were in VC, and now I'm going to be considered a referee, not even like a, a bingo admin. They're just going to call me a referee. And yeah, Michael's the bingo referee. This I don't year. Know he I'm... helps us plan, helps us make the board, but he's the bingo referee. I don't know if I'm here for that. So I might just commit to play so I don't have to be called a referee. But my week has been fantastic. I mean, I feel like I'm enjoying the game. Um, and it was okay. So I say that, but with a caveat, it's not like I wasn't enjoying the game, but I feel like I have a good rhythm of a balance between my main account and my groupie. Um, if you're new around here, when we say groupie, we're referring to group Iron Man. I know not a lot of people actually call them groupies, 
but we do. <laughs> it's just something Oxy started and we've rolled with it. But I have a year of membership on both of my accounts. So there's no pressure there to have to keep up with like a two week cycle of a bond. I don't have to PVM real hard, waste money, um, buying bonds, not using them potentially. It's, it's all that kind of stuff you have when you have multiple accounts. So I have a year of membership on both. I finally got to the place where all of my goals on my group Ironman are completed for the time being. I have to do some quests. I'll get into that. But I did Lunar Diplomacy. I got all the requirements knocked out in about two weeks, which was great. feel really good with that. Uh, the hardest one was probably Magic, just because I didn't have any money for runes, and I had to take a loan from from TMD for a bunch of like mind runes and fire runes and stuff. But I got to do Barrows. I got to do uh, like a bunch of Guardians of the Rift on my group Iron Man, and it felt good. It felt you really good. Hella, you have hella room crafting now. Yeah, you? Uh, 54. Um, Mel is the only other highest one at 61. But I think she said she did like two or three weeks straight of Guardians of the Rift. So I got some catching up to do. But honestly, I, like... I think that speaks to how poor Guardians of the Rift is. Yes. Like, to get to that point on my main, it was like every single lamp I ever got. Yeah. Up until the 50s and 60s. So, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Speaking of Mel, Monkey, um, she just hit 70 mining on her group Iron Man. So, woohoo. She's pushing up <laughs> the elves, Pog. Probably. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, the goals right now, because people have asked me, like, the goal right now really is just RuneCraft until I feel like I'm, I'm to a place where I'm happy with it. And that may actually be 77 to start RuneCrafting for um, Blood Runes. Because you can either alk them for two forty each, or you can sell them to Ali Morsane, and it's pretty good money on an Iron Man. Uh, it's it's a pretty good money maker because when you sell them to Ali Morsane, the price doesn't go down. So you could sell ten thousand of them, and the price is always going to be the same. Uh, and they're not they're not terribly hard to collect. It's literally free. So it might be seventy seven. I might stop for at 65 for death runes so i can do more barrows um the death altar opens a lot during <laughs> guardians of the rift and i'm I, like i whenever i see it i'm like i wish i could be there <laughs> so um guardians is a lot of fun and then on my main account i've just been having fun no pressure but i've just been having fun skilling um i have a cerberus task that i've been chipping away at so I'm like, what is it, 600, 700k till 99 defense. So that's going to get done soon. Um, slowly working on Slayer. If I'm feeling in the mood for PVM, I'm doing Slayer. I'm feeling in the mood for skilling. I've got Hunter, Thieving, and uh, Agility. So there's a lot of things I can do. And if I'm, <laughs> if I'm feeling burnt with all that, we can do quests. So my account's in a great place. And... I think the thing that's got me most excited about playing RuneScape these days is I've gotten back into streaming. Not like on a super consistent schedule, like, ooh, every, you know, Friday night at six, I'll be live. But like, if I've got the evening free and say it's the weekend and I'm not really doing anything the next morning, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go stream once the baby goes to sleep. My wife's like, cool, see you later. So I streamed last night, did Guardians of Rift almost the whole time. And had a bunch of people from the podcast hanging out. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, you guys have been great. 
people will pop in or like, hey, I'm from the podcast. Love it. Like, that's awesome. Thank you for showing up and hanging out. Streaming has been fun. And that's got me excited. So long winded answer, but to say, yeah, things are good. And we took that week off. So, you know, we got some plans in the in the works. For the coming episodes. It does. I love doing this show, but man, it does feel good to take a week off. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. We, we hope you guys understand to, that like we're not going to be here, you know, grinding it out every single week. There are going to be times where it's like we just need a week off, you know? Yeah, at this point, at this point we're tracking like every 10 weeks we take like a week off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I'm, yeah. I'm content with that schedule, like yeah. every 10 weeks of doing it straight through yeah. and then not doing a piece of like not releasing an episode or mm-hmm. something like that because like it has its ups and downs because, like, uh, positive, we didn't do it last week. So, like, I had a very free week last week. It was very chill. We did a lot of planning for, like, episodes and other various XP waste adjacent content. Yeah. The, the the sharp end of that sword is I have an extra episode. I have a normal episode. And I have to start drafting new commercials because mm-hmm. I'm bored of the commercials yeah. at this point. I made all but like two of them and i'm bored of them yeah so i've got to start making more commercials getting them in the works um so i have a lot of editing and content through the week this this extra episode is gonna be gonna be pretty edit heavy. yeah i'm excited uh, for it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy week for oxy but it's, tiny, it's all good <laughs> tiny patreon plug so when we say extra episode um three tiers on our patreon have access to one extra episode every month so if you guys are interested in that, stick around till after the break. We'll talk more about Patreon. But you get, you know, two or three hours of content extra per month. Um, and this next one's going to be the one for June, which should come out in June, is going to be great. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Fingers boys. Crossed. Fingers crossed. We got, we got four days. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even going to give myself a tentative schedule. Just, yeah. just, just fingers crossed. But <laughs> who? It, the goal is for it to be out before July 4th. That's oh, the, okay. the the honest goal is to have it out before July 4th. Yeah, just maybe, so I'll do that whole weekend. But like, we've been doing it this way for the last three months. Like, maybe we'll just be posting last month's episode the next month and make that the thing. So like, you'll get July's episode august and we'll call it july's episode it's kind of how we've been doing it but <laughs> oh i mean i mean i'm gonna be gone for a majority of july so that's, that's gonna be on you for that one oh, but, hell yeah. uh but yeah Maybe. no hopefully we can get june out it's it's gonna be more intense i think the priority has to be this week's episode but sure for sure uh, what besides the point michael <laughs> what are we here to talk about today there's main so, title content to this yeah. shenanigan fest hopefully they've seen the title of the episode and it makes sense but I think we're going to talk about some news today. Um, th- we're not a super news-heavy podcast. There's great ones out there, like the Wilderness Podcast. They love talking about the news. Highly recommend it. But today we are going to talk about the news because it affects a lot of people. I think Octi said it best. Like this is this is community. This affects the entire community as far as people who play the game on whatever client. Um, you your normal you know whatever client you're normal normally playing on if you're playing on the vanilla client all that fun stuff so yeah did you want to talk about dead man moan first though uh yeah very briefly um did anyone know that the dead man mode final was being redone because i sure as hell didn't i woke up and checked twitter and it was like the dead man mode reborn final will be today at five o'clock i'm like 
Since when? Since when? I had no idea. I didn't know it was a thing that was going on. Um, and to the surprise of no one, servers had an issue. Really? Like the second or third round. Oh. Yeah. There's so many clips on Twitter uh, of like Reese and Dino and people like that, like mad lagging. Wow. But the other person was still able to attack them. Like they're spam clicking food, bruise, things like that. These are like experienced PKers. Yeah. Absolutely lethal, lethal opponents. Wow. Died to lag. So I watched a solo mission video earlier and he brought up a good point at the end that I thought maybe is worth pondering for a little bit of like, is this the end of um, live events held by Jagex? Like, is this the last time this is going to happen? Because honestly, (laughs) I don't know what they did to their servers to improve them. But at the end of the day, it looks like it didn't matter. Yeah. To some degree, it, it didn't matter. Sure. Um, so, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, what to do about that. I think we've talked about it before that, like, the best way to do it would be, like, close server link in real life, like mm-hmm. a RuneFest dead man mode would yeah. be super cool. Kind of like how they have, like, in-person Pokemon or, like, magic tournaments, things like that. Yeah. You know how epic that would be like a land like party sports layout <laughs> yeah literally a land party but for runescape that yeah. would be awesome to have you know 20 pkers face off you know in like a bracket style format mm-hmm. until they get down to the winners like oh that would be so cool That'd be really cool but have to have events in person to do that so who knows when what's going to happen with dead man mode in the future but i don't know uh, apparently it was a thing that's if you participated in dead man mode and you got back into the new final nine months later what was your experience like tell us about it because yikes red dead man mode reborn only to die again again yeah, that was the title funny. of the last one it's like reborn 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 <laughs> reborn it's like reborn. Dead man reborn for like the fourth time <laughs> and then died to the exact same thing for the fourth time (laughs) fool me once shame on me fool me twice no the other way around (laughs) fool me anyway (laughs) i can't get fooled again that's sad (laughs) i I, i'm genuinely upset for the people who were asked to come back with different expectations Mm -hmm. but it's a very very that whole thing where you're playing for money it's very sensitive in the sense that you have to assume the worst to plan for the best outcome. And I don't know if Jackix mm-hmm. is doing that. I don't know. We're not in those, but we're not in the planning meetings for all that kind of stuff. But like you, you got to think server issues are an issue in the first time. Why are they an issue the second time? Is it, is it that hard to regulate? I, I think I, people are just that malicious. Like I think it's I think it's both that hard to regulate and yeah. that like you're putting twenty grand on the line and like people are hacking video game accounts yeah. to sell gold for money. <sighs> like people who don't are in not even in the competitive sphere yeah. get hacked and lose hundreds of millions or billions of GP so it can be sold. So like a lot of people don't give a shit about what it takes to to get the money and i think that like i mean if i can hack a server and get a cut of twenty thousand dollars 
because I helped somebody win, which is not saying what happened with the winner, oh, yeah. by the way. We're not blaming, we're not accusing Pid Grabber, I think, who won this time. We're not accusing that. But I'm saying, like, if that's the intent, right, you're going to attack the server in any way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to control. I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. Like, like you said, the only way this really could work is either like a closed off version of the server, which I'm pretty sure they did. You know, it's not like they're logging into world 305 or whatever. Um, not to my knowledge at least, but either that or an actual, actual in, in person land party. Uh, I don't know if they did like a different server altogether. That would be interesting if they just made like a new instance of RuneScape and like they could port your character over and give you all the stuff that you had. Because that's kind of what Dead Man Mode is. It's a different instance of of RuneScape. So who knows? But sorry to the PK community. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> once again, sorry to the PK community for mm-hmm. having another thing that was supposed to be good. And again, I think I think that was the only round that it was a problem for. It was just that one set. But it, again, affected how it plays. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think until we can get a smooth, a smooth run, people are going to constantly be like, come on, man. But yeah. So what's next? What's next? The other big thing that happened, was it this week or last week? I think it may have been within the last two weeks, because we did take the week off. Yeah. They've, like, officially banned sheet clients. Mm-hmm. It's, it's officially done. Uh, it's kind of like, God, what was that, like, client of controversy yeah. that we talked yeah. about all that time ago? I don't <laughs> yeah. even remember what that one was for, but they, <laughs> we, we've seen them say that the vanilla client rune light os buddy and hdos are the only four approved clients Mm -hmm. that can be used so you can either download the original vanilla client you can download the c plus plus from steam don't do that um (laughs) use a mobile client use the jagex launcher um that's all approved i don't know who still uses os buddy uh i did for a long time but the funny part about OS Buddy is you, they charged $3 a month, which wasn't bad. They charged $3 a month for you to have like the set of premium like plugins. So they had like tile markers, ground items. If you didn't pay for OS Buddy, it was basically just like vanilla RuneScape, but with like a very niche set of plugins. So you paid for it, you got all the premium plugins, and then RuneLight became popular. And for a while there, people were like, ooh, RuneLight, that seems sketch. You know, they're offering everything OS Buddy does for free. So it took me a while to actually adopt RuneLight. But yeah, I paid for, I paid for OS Buddy for a long time. Uh, there, I actually, on my, on my Mac, I still have OS Buddy on there. And that's actually where all of my account screenshots from like 2016 are. So I'm glad I remembered that because I I probably would have deleted it, <laughs> but I need to go and actually get them all off of there. But yeah, OS Buddy, I don't if you're still using OS Buddy out there, let us know and let us know why. I'm wondering now if it's free. I'd be interested to see, but it's got to be like it offers everything that RuneLight does, because I'm wondering if they're using the same open client type thing. Uh, 
to 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 house it or if they just coded their own version i guess a, a point to make is like what is a cheat client because if you showed someone rune light back in 2007 2010 this is yeah. a cheat client compared oh, yeah. to like what this game was supposed to be 100% rune light is is a big cheat client rune light is not a cheat client it's the the point is it's a matter of uh perspective mm-hmm. right um the cheat it's like open rs blue light shit like that they all basically do the same thing as rune light but they open up the opportunity to like have tick counter plugins so let's say you're fighting a monster and it's on four tick cycle it'll count down the amount of seconds until it attacks again so you don't have to mm. think about it uh you do the gauntlet um it shows you what items you need and then the timer for like when Hunliff is going to attack or when it's going to switch, but it's a visual indicator. So it's yeah. not like that dumbass Hunliff crutch plugin that people use where it counts <laughs> down. Um, it has timers another on big the tornadoes one. too, which I think was an interesting. I don't know if that's, yeah, I don't know if that's vanilla or not. If the oh, okay. timer's on tornadoes, I don't know if that's uh, a rune light feature or if that's a cheat client feature. I don't think it's rune light. might be a cheat client feature. I'm not entirely sure. Um, then there's also things like AOE indicators. So like Hydra is a good example of where when it the first phase shoots the poison out or the last phase shoots the poison out, mm-hmm. it would highlight a whole big box. And like that box is where you'll take damage. Crabs mm-hmm. at Verzik when they explode, that's where you'll take damage um, when they activate. So things like that, things that tell you what to pray next. A lot of like super cheaty plugins. Yeah. Uh, they also had some other interesting features that have just become part of RuneLight now. Yeah. <laughs> what are the main ones? Uh, well, the ones that I've seen, I don't have like a list in front of me. Uh, shift click walk is now a thing, okay. which is useful for NPCs. So like, let's say you're attacking a dragon and you click, click, click on the dragon. Instead of right click walk underneath it to like heal at KBD, for example. You could now shift click walk underneath. And if you hold shift, it'll just delete that whole menu. Mm. So instead of having like an attack option, it, even with this like already night, uh, I'm hovering over it. It says pickpocket. When I hit shift, that men- that option goes away. Oh. So makes that a little bit easier. Um, oh boy, what else did they add? I know they have added the ability to now left click uh, pickpocket vires and elves. Mm hmm which was a big cheat client thing for a while. Um, I think that's going to be helpful also because they have done a massive bot bust on blood shards. I don't know if you've noticed the price of blood shards have been just climbing for the last couple of months, Mm -mm. but they have been cracking down on fire bots. Um, So blood shards, blood shards are expensive nowadays, but that's uh, beside the point. Um, Yeah, you can... Yeah, you just sent something in there, the Runelight blog, where you can swap to pickpocket instead of attacking now. Yeah. So that's a that's a new function menu for entry everything. Swapper. Yeah, menu entry swapper. Um, the party plugin is cool as hell. Is it? Have you seen the party plugin? I have not. Yeah, so it was, from what I understand, the party plugin that now exists is kind of like a... 
the offspring of what the cheat clients used, where it pretty much put everyone on the same wavelength in game. So you could see everyone's health, prayer, run energy, special oh. attack. You could see what was in their inventory. A little thing popped up over their head when they hit a special attack. What? So, like, let's say we're all doing corp. Um, and we all hit hammers at the same time. It would say one, 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 one. Oh. And we all hit our hammers. Huh. The, there was a Discord party feature that was kind of similar. Yeah. But it was clunky as all get out and didn't give like any notable information. Right. Um, but now you can like highlight tiles and shit. Uh, actually, they, they have a hub party now. So there's the party, which is like just part of the game. Then there's the hub party plugin. Where it'll show the stats, the inventory, like whatever people are wearing. It it's gonna be a mess. We were at Tob earlier today with a bunch of people, um <clears throat> with a bunch of people being like, So why aren't you wearing ferocious gloves? Why aren't you uh self check? Because <laughs> like they can see your inventory. Whoa. Which used to be super illegal and now it, it's a fun addition hmm. to the game. Like it's just uh, they're yeah. Gonna have to remember about that anytime like bossing in the future like hey everybody load up the party you know because <laughs> the the highlight tiles thing from the discord party thing if you've ever used that very helpful if you're trying to it, teach cool somebody hell. content like you can draw tiles on the ground that they can see i don't know if they disappear but like if you're trying to show somebody and maybe you're not able to share your screen you're able to just draw a line on their screen of tiles and shows up for them so very helpful for like teaching um and i'm sure that you know more people will start using this now that it's an official runelight thing yeah it's it's super cool it really is it's a very very cool set of updates another one that people uh another one that people have kind of been all over which was a huge cheat client thing it was like a ram saver plugin mm. um where it just like cut out death animations yeah and yeah. now that's I I've had that turned on for Nilo Room and that is so nice. Yeah. At some places because not only does it hide the dead NPC, it also removes their attack option. Mm-hmm. So like nibblers, oh, you know exactly which one to attack. <laughs> I know Michael, you said you did a gauntlet the other day and you were able to collect all the stuff from a demi boss with it turned yeah. on, yeah. 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 It's great. It's it's really nice. It used to be and, kind of Munka, because that's how speedruns in the gauntlet were achieved and Mm -hmm. it was very unfair because then you would have to get a cheat client and turn on this feature but now Mm -hmm. that jagex has adopted it in a roundabout way because runelight is allowing it and they they're basically in cahoots at this point um now it's available to everyone so everybody's on an even playing field essentially i need to turn that on i think actually because i don't have it i think i may have turned it off it's uh, it's under entity hider. Oh, it's on entity hider. That's oh. just that was just why it was used on cheat clients is for people with like, you know, lower end computers or laptops, things like that would use I this see. plugin because the death animations like, yes, it does speed up some activities, but huh. if it's not if it doesn't have to be rendered on your screen for those extra ticks, it might help the computer run mm. a little bit. Yeah, but, maybe it wasn't me at the gauntlet because I don't I didn't have it turned on until just now. No, that's weird. Huh. Well, you should turn it on and go send it yeah. out. Like <laughs> it's it. on right now. <laughs> I, I do I do think you'll... Yeah, send one right now in the middle of the show. We'll just take a quick little five-minute break. Let's do it. Let's but do it. <laughs> we are going to link the third-party guidelines on there, too. They updated them kind of recently. 
one thing I took away that they're not going to add, uh, which I'm interested, Michael, if you think they should add this or some variant of it, is Neverlog. I have a thought on this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we can get into it. Yeah, so so Neverlog clients are no longer a thing, um, which we'll also get into a little bit later of, like, Jagex's new policies with these things, which is pretty neat, mm-hmm. you know? But... Uh, yeah, no, people can people can't never log anymore. How do you, how do you yeah. feel about that, Michael? I, Not that you ever used it, but for sure, no, I am I am under the impression that people are going to find a way. Like you can turn on FPS control and turn your your FPS down to one, and that essentially lets you stay logged in for longer than you should. So there are going to be certain things you can get around it, but an actual fix for this issue would be for Jagex to just look at their stance on the logout timer itself for it to be five minutes is kind of low when the general, <laughs> the general time for aggro is what? 10 minutes and the new D aggro. Why would it take longer for you to lose aggro than it would for you to just sit there and if cannot, you know, and log out, it doesn't make sense. So people have been, you know, saying there's things like, wow, world of Warcraft that, their logout timer is an hour. You can sit there and not do anything in the game for a whole hour. That is insane. Yeah. So it, it's worth, you know, looking into, I think, for for the future to, if it has to be something other than five minutes, what is the acceptable time? Is it 10 minutes? Is it 20 minutes? Is it the same as aggro? Could it be 15? Like, there's so many variables to look into, but... I would be happy without having to download a third party client and risk getting your account banned. Uh, just make it, make it a universal thing. Give it to, give it to Runelight maybe. I don't know. Cause what does it do? Their whole stance was that it's bogging down the server, but like how many worlds are there now? Two or 300. And there's never more than like five or 600 in any given world. So I'm not buying it. I'm just confused at this point. <laughs> I mean, could be if they increase server strength. I mean, maybe it might come where, like, when their C++ client is finished and not so easily hackable through Steam, mm-hmm. you know, when when their vanilla client is... When their vanilla client is where they want it to be, maybe it'll have less strain on the server because we won't have any, you know... I don't know, shitty servers trying to run a right, shitty client. Right. I don't know. Not that the servers are bad, but like there's always some sort of problem, right? Yeah. So as far as like server strain, I understand it. Uh, I've always been super indifferent about the Neverlog. Mm-hmm. I have not really cared because I, I haven't really seen anyone use Neverlog for anything other than like holding corp instances yeah let's be real like what else do people use never log for i don't use any of these clients and i definitely won't now they're you know they're issuing bans but like what is the benefit of not logging out because it's not like you can train anything infinitely Sure. Right. You they, only have twenty eight inventory spots that you can't like unless so unless you're auto banking, which is botting. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't take a it doesn't take a ton of work to like look over from your second monitor 
and like scroll your mouse wheel at Redwoods Mm -hmm. or like, you know, look over and like tap your phone when you're watching TV. Like, I don't understand where Neverlog is beneficial other than maybe like scouting raids and holding corp instances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So somebody could explain to me why, why Neverlog is useful outside of that because you can't do an activity infinitely you will lose aggression at a lot of monsters we talked about one of our recent episodes you only have 28 inventory slots you can't like uh, thieving in a night is one single action yeah but i could stay logged in for six hours doing this if i keep clicking on the night so like i don't know why is it helpful somebody was saying that like it would increase bots but like bots don't get distracted. They can write a script that says every five minutes or every four minutes and 59 seconds, click the screen. Like this isn't an issue of people being able to bot more. It's just an issue of convenience. I think that's my stance on it. I've, like you said, I've, I've never used it. <laughs> never once downloaded anything other than Runelight and us, buddy. So mm-hmm. I don't know, how, you know, the convenience sake I, I'm just an outside looking in. I'm an outside perspective um, on this, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's that bad, <laughs> really. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't understand. I think it would be nicer to have a longer logout timer when I am lasagna logging, mm-hmm. because nothing is more distracting than like again being in the inferno or being at Verzik or like doing a Slayer boss that takes a little, you know, a couple minutes, like Hydra or Grotesque Guardian, something like that. And getting that annoying ass pop up like TNL Jaddy is about to log out because like I have to reset aggro or like mm-hmm. I just haven't touched my that screen for a couple of minutes. I think a longer logout timer would be nice for things like that. But like I'm still prone to forget I'm logged in. Like it would be nice, but I don't know. I'm I'm very indifferent about the login timer. That's that's pretty much how I how I'm landing on it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's yeah. Uh, Maybe it could be a change for the future to like modernize OSRS a little bit. Yeah, because I what's the logout timer in RuneScape three? Do you know? Is it five minutes? I have no idea. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if we are behind or not on from mm-hmm. Rune, RuneScape three. I know that we're definitely not in line with many F, other MMOs because, mm-hmm. like, literally, if you have an Xbox or something. You could leave that bitch on all day <laughs> and like no one's logging you out. You know, your TV may turn off, but you know, you sit there in Animal Crossing and your your character's like just like twiddling their thumbs. But again, I, it's I think not it's a, a real little different server. when it's I think it's a little yeah, I think it's a little different when it's a live server, but you know, you gotta think like there's gotta be someone still logged in. Yeah. I get why we have timers, because bots are a thing and it's also just healthy for people to be able to be forced to log out you know because like we always call it the mind your business reminder but like (laughs) sometimes when you get that you will be logged out in five minutes you're like ah shit i gotta go be a person i'm gonna (laughs) gonna just get up for a minute i'll see you guys in a little bit yeah um you know, so, so sometimes it's helpful. Yeah. But. Cammy in the recording booth chat says uh, RS3 is also five minutes per Google. So thank you, Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're not behind RuneScape 3, but you could even RuneScape look at it. RuneScape as a whole 3. is behind. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So I'm in the gauntlet right now. And 
the uh, high death thing is super nice. It's weird to get used to it first. Yeah, I'm like, where did it go? Because we've been playing with death animations for <laughs> thousands of hours. Then suddenly it just boop, disappears. Gone. Like, ah. <laughs> like, am I lagging? Did it break? It's, it's very weird to look <laughs> at it first. I will say it took me a little bit um, to, to reset with it. But So they're banning people who use these cheek lines now, yeah? That's what I've heard. I mean, they're banning the shit out of them. How are you going to find them? I mean, does the system know that you're using it? And why were they not being banned before? I think that was part of the controversy is uh, Tasty released a follow-up video because a couple of weeks ago he put out a video that was like, this is why people use cheat clients, basically. Mm. And then like a week later they changed it, which he even says in his uh... second video of like, that wasn't me who changed it. Like this shit takes months yeah. on, on like a game design level. So like it's it was just, just coincidence. Convenient timing. Yeah, yeah, literally it was coincidental convenient timing. Um, but he he mentioned that a lot of the old rules for cheat clients were only rules for people who followed the rules because mm. nobody got banned for using those old clients. Yeah. Um, and I, I think one of the main points of his video is like retribution has to be swift for people caught using cheat clients. And I think it has. Mm-hmm. Like they have either successfully banned a shitload of people who are still using these clients. I've seen a couple pop up on Twitter and the ban literally is using unapproved client or something wow. like that. It's like using God, I, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, well, it was a good run and someone had their two week ban for using an inappropriate client. And it oh. was on June 24th. Like as soon as they oh, said, wow. <laughs> we're banning you sons of bitches at this day and this time, mm-hmm. they started swinging the ban hammer and if they haven't banned everyone, they certainly have scared the shit out of enough people to like, you know, I've heard, I've seen a lot of like, quote unquote, ethical client gaming oh my gosh. happen really? happen on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because people are like, well, now I'm doing all this stuff on Runelight, which yeah. is for, for the most part, exactly the same. I think a big benefit that she clients had is that this game became very brain dead. Yeah like corrupted gauntlet is super simple when you're like it's like a flash card show like what you have to do next like you've got eight seconds until it switched attacks the tornado has eight seconds until it disappears you know you have to pray mage next is a little indicator Mm -hmm. you know like this is your cooldown time for food like the next tiles are going to pop up here for like the floor is lava like what it's just so point I mean, oh there's there's literally this things in here. The some of the stuff that's banned is like where like unsafe tiles are to stand, which is not the same as like tile marking. Wow, right? Like you can you can mark tiles in somewhere like volcanic mine and be like, mm-hmm. this is safe to stand, safe to go. But if something, if like a Runelight plugin popped up that was like, oh yeah, don't stand here because this is falling. Which I think might actually be an issue with the Zalcano plugin we have. I think yeah. we might have to delete that Zalcano plugin. Really? Because yeah, well, one of my friends recommended it to me, and like his, it was like a friend of a friend who like worked somewhere with Jagex mm-hmm. made the plugin. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Um, but it has like the indicators of where the rocks are going to fall. Oh, so I think we have to get rid of that client. We have to get rid of that plugin. If it's not already gotten rid of, because the way I've understood it lately is that if it's an option in the plugin hub, it's probably good. Right. That's my understanding. Is like, because isn't this on what, what Jagex I, to figure out the plugin hub? Like, 
They said Runelight is safe. So well, they they said Runelight is safe, but what what my original understanding was the base features of Runelight are safe, oh. but you have to be cautious of what's in what's in the plugin hub. Uh, but I've not really come across anything in the plugin hub that is like. Oh, this is uber cheaty, or like, oh, don't download this Runelight plugin because you're gonna get your shit hacked. Like, yeah, I've not once seen that pop up, so I'm not sure at this point if everything on the Runelight plugin hub is safe. So there is an answer to but... this, and we'll read this. So it says at the very top of the plugin hub, it says external plugins are verified to not be malicious or rule breaking, but are not maintained by Runelight developers. This may cause bugs or instability. Use at your own risk. That's the only, I, the only thing. Yep, so I can't believe I didn't bother to read that. But cool. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for actually paying attention. You're good. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I guess that's the answer. <laughs> Everything on Runelight is good. Yeah. Some of it might just like. There's one plugin. Uh, I'm in a Discord with a couple of friends from TNL. A couple of, like their friends of friends, and they have like a looty bot thing that pops up mm. where you can like link it with your Discord. And if you get a drop, you like set a threshold or whatever, like 1 million GP, whatever, mm-hmm. it's all personal. And it will send a notification to a Discord channel oh. of like, oh, so-and-so just got a drop. So-and-so huh. just got a pet. So-and-so did whatever. I had it for a little while in leagues, but couldn't figure out how it worked. So I just kept spamming these notifications whenever I opened Clue Scrolls. Mm-hmm. And I was like... No, this sucks. <laughs> so I turned it off because I thought it was annoying that like I was spamming this chat with like actually M seventeen has received a you know a Sarah Doman hat from a medium clue. Like mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Please, I don't care about the orange boater that I just got from my collection <laughs> log. I tried to re-download it with like different settings. And when I tell you it like absolutely made Rune like shit a brick. Oh, like some of these plugins are a little buggy and not super well optimized. Yeah. Ugh. Like I've got a powerful PC that can handle whatever it threw. And I like RuneScape went to like four frames per second for like a good couple of minutes while Damn. I was trying to figure this out. I'm like, it's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. I'm just going to turn it off. It's not worth it. That's so it's kind of like GZ bot, but not optimized. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And even then GZ bot is. Yeah. Man, it's eh. fun for some. <laughs> fun for some, not for me, but fun for some. Yeah, I uh, I was just in the gauntlet. Sorry if I if I seemed a little distracted. I was trying to kill Hunliff while we're recording. How'd it go? Got it down to half health, and I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Can't podcast and PVM Goodbye. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you can. Goodbye. I mean, I made it to Hunliff, so at least that's saying something. <laughs> But no, I couldn't couldn't send it. <laughs> I can do agility though. That that's for Hell sure. Yeah. I can thieve. I this is the most thieving XP I've gained in probably three years with 107k on the day. Look at you. I, I just oh man, I am I, this grind is gonna suck. I'm not looking forward to this. But once we get this, we're in the clear. Once we have ninety one thieving, we're absolutely cheering because we're just gonna leech a couple of barbarian assault games and have this damn diary cape out of the way. It's exciting. How much yeah. XP till 91? 
Oh, oh, it's a lot. You, it's like four million. Are you it's like 82? four million something. I'm eighty three. I just actually hit eighty three a little while ago. Um, and then in the episode, ninety one is five point nine million. Yep, we're at two point seven, baby. Oh, beep, 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 beep. So you got about forty hours. I have clickety a literal shitload of thieving to do, mm. and I am not looking forward to it. <laughs> However, I am going to Europe in July for such a long period of time that I might on train rides. Just yeah, I might, I might be, might be doing something like that because I'm also probably going to try and smash out 99 cooking while I'm over there as well, just with wines. Ooh. Like if I get super bored, maybe I don't know. That's kind of funny. Are you going to be in Italy at all? You could get 99 cooking. No, in Italy? no, I'm, I'm not going to be. <laughs> that would be cool as hell to get 99 cooking in Italy. Do one uh, of those Reddit posts, you know, where you're like. 99 cooking and then you you, you you peer up and you're like cooking a full Bro, Italian. I gotta, ta- I gotta take one of those like <laughs> Italian cooking classes yes. and get 99 cooking in the class. That would be epic. You just be actually a me amici. Please do that. But if you're not going to Italy, you're not going to Italy. <laughs> no, unfortunately, you're not going. It probably wouldn't be a far stretch. We're going to places that aren't far from Italy. So, like. Mm. I, it's kind of stupid to, to take it. No, no, it's kind of dumb to like spend the money on a day trip to like go, like, hey, I have to go get ninety nine cooking in Italy. Don't ask me why, but I'm I'm no, going. No, don't to. tell them you like have to. That's... Don't tell them it's RuneScape related. Tell them you want to go to the you know your the birthplace of your heritage or something. Sono andato all'Italia dopo liceo. Yeah, that. Con la mia padre, con il mio padre e la mia nonna. I don't know what you're saying. Non devi andare ora. I don't have, I, I've already gone. I don't need to go right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I would love to go back, but like, we're going to so many countries yeah. and we're doing so much shit that I don't need to be like, hey, I'm already stressed because we're country hopping every 72 hours. You know what I'm going to do? Country hop again in that 72 hour <laughs> time frame for a meme. <laughs> You get so much karma on Reddit, though. Oh my gosh! I if if Reddit karma mattered to me such that I remembered it was called Reddit karma before you said that, mm. I I might be into it. Yeah, but I'm not. Not okay. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of you being not here, uh, I did speak with our guest host. If we want to be cryptic about it, and um, they are down. So now who's the intern host? <laughs> Oxy got promoted. Everyone. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have, we have a guest host lined up. I'll save it for probably next week to, to talk about that, but you know, be excited you guys, guys in for a treat in for a treat. That's, that's all I'll say. Is there anything else you wanted to cover on this? Um, be careful using, these clients i don't necessarily know why we need to i actually no i think i'm gonna redact that statement and finally say that like if you're using rune light because again why are you using let's come on now (laughs) why are you using anything else um if you're using rune light you can finally rest (laughs) you can finally like use the plugins you want and not have to worry like is it cheaty and a lot of the quality of life that cheat clients gave, because like that's one thing we can't deny, is that some of the shit in cheat clients is mad QOL. Yeah. Being able to AFK the corrupted gauntlet, holy shit, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, but that devalues my even... achievement. Yeah, I mean, like it <laughs> it's it's quality of life. It's convenient. It's not 
necessarily good for the health of the game, but right. now that they've brought some of that stuff over, like I am excited to maybe go try pickpocketing Vyres. I've never done it before because CBA with right click. Mm. I'm just thinking about like leagues now, pickpocketing elves and Vyres with that right click. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so nice. Yeah. You know, the shift click walk again, take a shot every time Oxy mentions Tob. <laughs> it has changed the game for tanking Versa. Yeah. It has made it ridiculously easier now because, like, you can't misclick. You just shift click, walk underneath her. You know, you know. I'll say this: the right click system in this game is very outdated. The fact that you have to rely so much on a right click to do something, like just thinking about pickpocketing an NPC that's designed to be pickpocketed, they didn't think about that when. Uh, again it's just outdated um without getting yeah. too much on a rabbit trail <laughs> yeah i think i think there's also like the weird you can like talk to some of these npcs too you can kill some of these npcs mm-hmm. who are getting highlighted mm-hmm. or getting pickpocketed rather um i wonder if this makes so blackjacking think, any easier i don't know i don't think it would only because like that really messes with XP rates. Mm-hmm. I think doing that for and money for uh yeah well Iron Man again, money well okay but oh, it's Iron Man money. Iron Men don't affect the economy at all. But it, it, they and, don't like to make things easier that were pre-established as hard for Iron Men because people complain. Then Iron Men are not allowed to use rune light. No rune light for you, Iron Men. Like, if that's the argument, Iron Men are stuck using the shitty vanilla client, which is getting less and less shitty by the day. Yeah. By the way, that's probably the final thing we should touch on. You have you played on mobile since the update? Well, there's two things I want to talk about. One of them being mobile, but real quick, I actually am very curious about the HD OS because I was very surprised that they listed it with how much mm-hmm. crap they gave 117 for just having a rune light version of hd now there's an entire client that's hd it's buggy as i'll get out from what i've been told so it's nowhere near ready but i'm very it very really surprised does. it really does look like 2010 yes. runescape though that it to me looks 2000 so cool 2010 is very nostalgic for me i liked that era of this was just a small upgrade from old school graphics, but it wasn't like this looks like World of Warcraft. You know, it yeah, still it was, looked it like it was a kid's cool game. enough. Yeah, because <laughs> like your whip moved back uh-huh. and forth and like the capes dangled. That's why when you hold some two handed items, like a 2H sword, it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. and it looks totally normal. But when you hold like a god sword, your character changes stance and your mm-hmm. cape goes back and forth yeah. because that's ported from when they changed all those animations with the graphical update. Yeah. That is like. Oh, that's peak RuneScape. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to get 117 to look like that because sometimes I look at people's 117s and I think, why does it look more HD than mine? Oh, maybe and I'm not. I think because my settings are on like the highest possible detail. Yeah. Um, that I think ironically making them look that high detail has kind of taken away like, oh, this is what HDOS used to look <laughs> like. Um, so I'm thinking I might, maybe I'll give HDOS a try. Yeah, I'm excited. Maybe if I'll it has plugins. Run some shit on my groupie. Then... 
I'm there. If HDOS starts getting rune light plugins, yeah, baby, <laughs> might have to do might have to do some of these skilling grinds on HDOS just for the nostalgia factor. Yeah, I'm never leaving rune light. No, I'm so entrenched in rune light mm-hmm. that like. I'm not going anywhere. The bank tabs alone make oh, it so yeah. I can't go anywhere but Runelite. <laughs> I think I've got like 60 bank tabs. I Whoa. can't transfer to anything but Runelite. But so. to, for your point about mobile, yes, I was on the iOS beta, actually. So I've had all of these features on my iPad for mm-hmm. however long it was out, like a month or two. And mm-hmm. I was genuinely sad that week that we had to go back to just like vanilla mobile client because I did a lot of phishing on that client and it was... Mm, chef's kiss like having fishing spots being highlighted on a mobile runescape client was great tile indicators was awesome i don't know if i never really figured out if you could mark tiles but you could definitely could have like yeah i don't know how i it kind of seems like they maybe you can but i know they have like destination tile destination hover yeah 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 destination tile and true tile Mm -hmm. uh they have like I don't know if this is new, but you can like vibrate when you do something. That is new. Is that new? I think that's new. Yeah. But the big thing that like, it's small, but it's also big. But the way that they highlight or uh, the way that the the colors change whenever you highlight or click something, that was big. Um, The way that (laughs) that big yellow or red circle that just pops up whenever you did something on the old version of the client, that was so clunky. And the Mm -hmm. fact that that was that way for like three years, four years is surprising. But, you know, hats off to Jagex for an incredible mobile client. I'll keep saying this until it happens. But like if they can make Steam client way more secure and they can put the quality of life improvements on Steam, I would potentially switch. I mean, there's no loyalty there to say like RuneLight or die. But I want to support Jagex and what they're trying to do. And it's it's viable to say that, you know, Steam Client could be comparable one day with all the improvements that they're making for mobile. The one thing that I am missing, and a lot of people have talked about this, but ground items not being a thing yet oh really, really is holding wait. people back. Um, I can't wait till that is a thing. Yes. Because it's coming. I, I, it's it's gotta on be the roadmap. Coming. Yeah, it's definitely on it's the roadmap. It's got to be coming. But once that hits... Peak gaming, because then Slayer, like actual Slayer, uh, not bossing Slayer, but just like regular killing monster Slayer on mobile is going to be viable because, you know, you're at Gargoyles and like, you don't know what's on the ground until you... Dude, what about something like Necreal? That's true, too. Where like, there's so much shit Mm -hmm. on the floor that like, if you get a rune square shield, you don't know what's underneath it. So what do you do? Spam click, pick everything up. Like it, it, if we get, once we get ground items in mobile slash vanilla, mobile slayer is going to be awesome. Cause I think like I can do some mobile, I can do cracking tasks on mobile. (laughs) (laughs) I can probably do cracking tasks on a smart fridge. So that's not really that. That's not really saying too much, but like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm excited for that day when ground items come. Yeah. So overall, like, it's, we have a it's a very optimistic outlook. Mm-hmm. And this is also not us shitting on people who use cheat client cheat clients because everyone uses them for different reasons. Some people use them to cheat. Stop that. Yeah. Good. Either play normally or get banned, bitch. Yeah. Like we said, some people just need the RAM reduction. Some people, you know, need certain features because like if you if you pickpocket 
virus 40,000 times, eventually you're going to get tired of doing right click. Mm-hmm. So it's all quality of life and it's all coming to rune light. Well, most of it's coming to rune light. We're going to link both the third party client update statement they made on the 17th and the third party client guideline, which shows a more detailed layout of what they notably don't allow mm-hmm. in their clients, which a lot of the stuff you'll look at and be like, Holy shit, that's cheaty. Um, Because, <laughs> again, it you is. know. <laughs> we'll, we'll link that in the description for you guys down below. But I don't think Michael and I have anything that's else for, for you. Other than to so, say, stick around, because we got some fun stuff to talk about in the next half. Oxy and I have postcards to open, so excited for that. So, as I was saying, we'll see you after the break. God, you're so good at that. Sorry. Are you tired of your boring old routine of constantly gathering and banking all day just to do it all again the next? Are you ready to test the strength of both your body and your mind? If so, then an opportunity of a lifetime awaits you. My name is Certification, and I represent the White Knights of Falador. We need the best and brightest recruits to help us protect not only Asgarnia, but all of Gilenor. For the bravest and boldest, a position as proselyte may be in order, thanks to a rather ridiculous loophole. One can simply join the proselyte order, assuming you're willing to risk life and limb in a very dangerous mission that will be primarily espionage and combat and travel to dangerous locations. But what you may sacrifice will all be worth it to say you are a member of the elite proselyte unit. When you're ready to begin your life of service, honor, and dignity, venture to Falador Park and enlist in the White Knights. And all that business about permanently cutting off your penis to join is completely idiotic. The White Knights of Falador will compensate you for the magical reversal of your genitalia. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that potentially recycled commercial because I know I sure did. Liked it even more if it wasn't recycled, but like we said at the top of the episode, Oxy's got a busy week, so we'll see. It's it's Patreon time. You you folks know that. You, we have the main title, we have the commercial, and then we have the Patreon where we advertise how you can support us and shout out the people who support us, I, I guess, the most. I don't know. I hate this part of the show. I'm so bad at it. But nevertheless, this is not about me. This is about you guys. So in the wise old man tier, we have Scape Caution, Alagio, Balamer, Basket, Benjamin R., Bloodman, Hadadbod, C. Gladney, Morty, Creamed Ham, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forest Tree, Imbi Jones, Jack M, Jake W, Yari, Jordy, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Mima, 999-999, Ukami Damashi, which I think I phonetically pronounced correctly, unlike Michael, uh, Poorly Hung, aka Ice Wallow, Russ of Fury, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Shadow, Skillaxin, the Chungaroo, Troll, Tyler H., and Zach without a K. Thank you all. You guys are awesome. And now on to the KBD tier of supporters. We have my dad. Hi, dad. Cookies and Milf. Kroll, the Lord Jake himself. Our third favorite supporter, Ralph. Spartan Fire. And Toast No Toast. Who also sent us some postcards, which we're going to be getting to in a little bit here in the second section of the show. If you guys want to support us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash XP waste and you can support at either the wise old man tier or the KBD tier and get shouted out or add a smaller tier like the gnome child shout out to the gnome child or the $5 party P tier that gets you the extra episode. This is the most I've talked about the Patreon on the show in a while. And guess what? I'm still not done. Michael and I. <laughs> have devised a fun Patreon challenge for you guys that is is interesting. So Michael and I have discussed mm-hmm. that if we hit 150 patrons, total, 150 total patrons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're going to get a matching XP Waste tattoo. But there's more. <laughs> because if we get... 150 patrons not only will michael and i get an xp waste tattoo again matching or mostly matching yeah, you know, yeah. little, little stylistic differences here sure, and sure, there. Sure. uh a mostly matching xp waste tattoo i think the plan is also to fly your boy here out to texas Woo! to record an episode irl for the first time ever, which means after what is this, 68 episodes of the show? Are we almost 66. on episode 69? No, we're at 66. 66? Yeah. yeah. After like two years of doing this content, <laughs> I'll finally meet Michael in yeah. person. I recently had this conversation with a Bumble match I had that what? I have talked to this man almost every day for like two or three years, and I have not once ever <laughs> met him in person. So the, it is it is here for out forever. Yeah. I don't know how long. We don't have an end date for this goal, which yeah. Michael and I probably should have thought of. Well, um, 
I'm expecting but people to go hog wild, so <laughs> I I have no you guys know how much I love promoting us making money, so I have no idea how long this is gonna take. But 150 individual patrons. I have been clicking through every single Patreon menu, and for the life of me, I finally found it. We currently have 70. Okay. So we are almost at the halfway point. So if we hit 150, I will be flying out to Texas to get not a small tattoo. No. Michael drafted up a design, and I'm like, how big do you think? He's like, I don't know, hand size. I went, hand size? <laughs> God damn. I already know where I'm going to so, put it if we if we hit it. It's going right here. It's going right there. Right on my it's right, going right there. Yeah, baby. Damn, dude. It's a start I, of my... I might have to <laughs> I might have to get mine on the thigh. So like with tattoos, I I have my 117 on my back left shoulder. Mm-hmm. I kind of want everything from like my clavicle through this part of my arm. Mm-hmm. All the way down to be tattooed. Oh. Almost like a piece of armor, Ooh. right? But it's just tattoos. The problem with that is while we're kind of shifting into like people with tattoos are professionals, so stop bitching about it as a society. I'm not entirely sure therapy's all the way there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure because sometimes clients aren't there. Like sometimes I could be the most helpful person in the world. But if I have a visible tattoo of something from XP Waves, people aren't going to take me seriously. Yeah. So mine might be a big old like thigh tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. I would love to get I, a tattoo might, on my thigh, but I want to. I might. I, I might do it. something on my left thigh to do like to keep it on like the left side of my body, not for any other reason than like aesthetically. I just think that would be neat. Yeah. Um. So I might do a thigh tattoo, or we'll we'll see how the design differs, but. Hell or high water, 150 individual patrons. We uh, we're doing the matching tattoos. So, so one disclaimer: um, we're 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 still deciding if it's only going to be one like individual accounts, right? So, if one person made a hundred gnome child accounts, would that still count? I don't know. The idea is to get community engagement. If one person just knocks the goal out, sure. But um, we want, you know, we want to provide content for you guys. So that's kind of the reason behind this. But yeah, we still have to figure out if it's one per person or not. Actually, I will talk about it. We'll post some things, see what the official rules are. But yeah, there's no time limit. That's the other thing. There's really no time limit to this. Actually, kind of alluded to it. But if it's like next year and we haven't hit it, then we may end up lowering the goal <laughs> or just doing it. I don't know. But I'm expecting yeah, we in the might, next at the end of it, we might just say, "Yeah, hey, screw it," because <laughs> Michael, Michael's so excited for this goal. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Michael's so excited; he has been like sending me pictures. Yeah, of like, I don't know if you like American traditional, but like, how about this? And how about this? I'm actually Let's gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna post the okay. picture of what I think about what I'm thinking in the recording booth chat. A little sneak yeah, peek. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the we'll put the work in progress in there. Yeah, you know, as a little, uh, <laughs> what's it called? As a little little uh, recording booth chat perk. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. You yourself could see on Patreon. God, I hate I hate myself so much. So we're moving on to the next topic. Well, the last thing I, I was saying. I can't saying... <laughs> advertise any further. I'll advertise. I physically can't advertise any further. One last this. thing about it is <laughs> if you, I don't know, we have a tier that's $1. So there's no pressure in this for anybody to ball out. If you want to help support the show, we have a dollar tier and we will love you nonetheless. We always say shout out to them, child, and we mean it. So thank you guys for supporting us on Patreon. Helps us to do cool things like this. We did our 50th episode special with the help of Patreon. So we have plans to use the money. Um, 
you know, could hire an editor at some point and take a lot of stress off of me and Oxy. Oxy. So like, there's lots of things that 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 could come. Very cool things from the Patreon. But I'm gonna post what, this up. One of those being an IRL recorded episode and a massive tattoo. <laughs> what? In any case, um, what do we do next? So it's why am I? Bl- <laughs> no, we, we took one week off, and I have completely <laughs> forgotten the structure of XP waste. Michael's like, "Are you gonna count us out?" I'm like, "Count one." That's how we sync up at the beginning of every episode. I'm like, "What are we counting for?" He's like, "To sync the recording." I'm like. The what? The what? <laughs> it, it's been Are we still recording? One week off. <laughs> yeah, literally, I've been I have been off the chain for oh, this man. one week. So is it is it community, community question time? Question time. So look at me. See, I've only been the co-host the entire time. So if you're, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> if you remember from two weeks ago, we talked about um, spots in the game that may be sort of hidden, unknown for training, and we asked you guys, what are your favorite unknown or less talked about training spots? Um, rolling through these, Jacob M says, "Grab cannon, round up the boys, head to Fally, kill the cows on sight. Best XP in the game. Uh, cows and Fally. That's a new one. I always talk about like the cows in Lumbridge, but cows and Fally, they're dead." Uh, Mockcat says, "Not gonna lie, did like twenty to fifty in melees on the experiments, but I love a um, but I have a weird love for sulfur lizards. They drop noted smithing supplies, um, and Mock is a UIM, so." Shout out to you. Also enjoy Chaos Druids in the Taverly Dungeon. Dean M says, Bossing, just grinding out Odium Ward and Malediction Ward got me from 60 to 70 range. So just hmm. regular bossing. 60 to 70? Wow. Wait, 60 to 70 range for both of those wards? That's a shitload of Chaos Fanatic KC. 60 to 70 I range wanted... and Mage. I forgot to read the end of that, too. <laughs> I that's still a shitload of fanatic KC because yeah. you use mage for Ark and Scorpia. I, I would like to know your final KC counts. Right. Sir. I would like you to post your final KC counts for the wards and at me because ten levels is a lot of friggin' kills. Although sixty to seventy is is what? Like five or six hundred thousand XP? Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's not as much as I'm thinking. I think I, I'm thinking maybe like eighty to ninety or like ninety <laughs> like a to couple ninety-nine million XP. Yeah, no. Either way, that's still a lot of kills. So I'm interested what your final KC count was. But Seth says, and and I'll just I'll put a disclaimer for this one. A lot of people said this one. So if we come across a a duplicate, this will be the only one we read. But Seth said, I always wear guthins and I train at the bandit camp. If you wear a god cape. Um, they continue to aggro. Lots of defense XP back in the day. I was informed recently that a blessing may also work. So these are bandits in the desert. If you wear a god item, they just never stop aggro. After 10 minutes, they're still going. So with that reworked logout timer, Oxy, what, like if we had an hour <laughs> until we logged out, it's an hour of straight AFK training. Oh my goodness. That would be insane. But you need a you need Guthans to do it, so I feel like Guthans might go actually go up if that were to happen, um, because there's things like Nightmare Zone that's also pretty, like you don't have to be there at the computer for very long. Let's see. Nathan says I missed the cockroach. Du- <laughs> I missed the cockroach dungeon in Barb Village in Edgeville. My old tra- oh my god, that's not a fever dream. That's real, right? <laughs> that's a thing. 
Holy I have no shit. idea. I remember going down there in like HDRS2 and killing them big ass bugs, but it's not the stronghold of security. It's something different. Wow. That's a I've not thought of that in forever. I didn't even think that was a real thing. Thank you. I have no idea. Thank I have you no idea for that. Uh, my old training spot from back in the day was Chaos Druids and Taverly. Myth, skimmy, and a dream. <laughs> That's facts. J J J A Y first name last initial J. I used to love the yaks in the Isle of Nitsinat. Low defense, high HP, good times. That's actually one that i've seen a lot as well um and that's still a viable training spot to be honest once you get from whatever the quest where you unlock those two it's pretty good and lastly on spotify thomas says i wish i was good enough at this game to have a secret spot (laughs) a mood oh no (laughs) so sad all right so moving over to our youtube pinned comment replies shout out to jordy for this one it's not the greatest, but I remember killing giant frogs in the Lumbridge Swamp for their big bones. They do hit hard if you don't have any armor, but the big bones early game were pretty neat. Though I think nowadays going to uh, going for Fire Strike and risk your life at Lava Dragons is way better. <laughs> Arguably, yes, but if you can collect, I think it's like, what, 350 big bones uh, at the Chaos Altar. I think that gets you from 1 to 43. Hi, my name is Hugh J, and my favorite training location is the Ogres by Yanil. Those big fellows are a sight to behold. That's a great spot that not a lot of people use, but it can get locked down if people are there because it's in multi, and you can bring a cannon, and you just have no I shot. I think it's multi. I think you can safe spot them with a cannon. Oh, okay. And then it's effectively... I'm not entirely sure if it's multi over there, though. Okay. Huh. But it is a good training spot. It's one of the best places to kill ogres, especially on a Slayer task. Somebody sound off in the comments if that's in multi or not, because I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure Ox is right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever killed anything there, but, you know, yeah. Let's see. The last one here is from Elagio. My favorite place to train my bank standing skills, still working on 100k molten glass, thanks to Oxy, is the clan hall, because it's nice and quiet, and I can focus on the CC and vibe. Love to hear it. Actually... If you're in TNL or you're just in a clan in general, the clan hall is a very chill spot. And I'm kind of sad that I don't have any bank standing skills left on my main. When I get to the Iron Man, obviously, could go to the clan hall and skill. But it's very, very chill. Like, no one's there <laughs> unless, you're, unless your homies pop up. But if you get bored or, you know, after a long day of skilling, you should walk downstairs, grab a beer, sit down, enjoy the silence, maybe play some piano, cheer in. That's it for the community question. Thank you so much to everybody who did answer two weeks ago. But if you want to answer this week's community question, we are going to ask you, what is your favorite RuneLite plugin? And if you don't have one, why are you still playing vanilla? That sounded very condescending. I'm curious. curious. (laughs) Why are you playing vanilla (laughs) in 2022? We understand that it makes us sound like assholes. There is a genuine curiosity there. Hey, listen, even Bodhi is on Rune Light now. So man's man's coming he's coming up in the world. Anyway, Oxy, there was um one other thing before we get to the achievement of the week, <clears throat> and that is two weeks ago, or a week ago, I can't remember, 
we did release a survey. So if you're listening to this on the day of release and you've made it this far in the episode, first of all, thank you. Second of all, check the description because we put out a survey asking for your guys' feedback. So like I said, if you're listening to this day of release, it actually ends tomorrow on July 1st. So you still have some time to answer. But if you're interested to give us your feedback, let us know. Answer the questions in the survey. Oxy and I will be going through that. The last time I looked, there was like 50 or 60 replies. And that was days ago. So I haven't looked anytime soon. Or I haven't looked anytime recently. So it probably is up to like, what, 70 replies if I had to guess. So we've got a lot of feedback to go through. And we're very excited. That's definitely going to help us within the next six months to figure out the direction for the show, things we need to work on, things that you guys would like us to keep doing. Um, and then expect another survey probably at the end of the year so that we can do more in 2023. But all that being said, let's shoot it over to Oxy for Achievement of the Week. I have to give a big, big disclaimer right now. Um, taking a break for two weeks is very refreshing and it's very helpful for almost every single aspect of the show except for achievement of the week because in these last two weeks a lot of people did a lot of shit (laughs) so i want to give a blanket congratulations to everyone who accomplished something but in addition to not knowing everything that happened i don't think we have the time to go over every little nitpicky detail so (laughs) There are some highlights of things that I things that I do want to mention here. Some things that did pop up that were pretty cool and pretty notable uh, that people got done in these past couple of weeks here. All right. So in the vein of a- achievement things that are not 99 or PVM related uh, ordeals, we have... Uh, a man who specifically said, like, if you're skipping the episode, I would still like to shout out. Uh, um, we've got our boy Taco Dog who finally beat Dragon Slayer 2. I'm calling this one out specifically because he said it took him 51 attempts to kill Galvec. What? And I, Galvec is a difficult boss, especially if you've never done anything PVM related before. Um, yikes. Some of these quest bosses suck. Um so shout out to you, Taco Dog. He's not the only one, though. We do have other people pushing through various quests. Our boy Leo finally got a PC and has been doing quests. <laughs> cow, so Leo, Leo, Leo oh, the man. infamous, most anti-quest man we know, has been doing quite a few quests. He needed Sins of the Father in DS2 this week. Uh, we also do have at least one quest cape with Adamant Hawk. Uh Adam and Hawk did get his first quest cape. I I think I think that's the only one. Um I say I think because there are just there are so many there are so many achievements this week, you guys. It's insane. Soggy Waffles has completed recipe for disaster and all of its uh requirements that go along with it. As has Unsliced, I believe, has also completed RFD. So that's where we're going to cap it off for completing uh, the like achievement cape style things. Congratulations to you guys. In the realm of PVM, 
there's a shitload of people who have done a shitload of things. We have a couple of first fire capes. I'm going to call the one out we got on Twitter first because we actually, someone did add us on Twitter. Uh, Beefy Coco added us on Twitter and said that he got his first fire cape today. Oh. Finally got a fire cape. Congratulations. Nice. We've got Dude Haim with the first Zalra kill. Also, Troll got a quest cape. Congratulations, Troll, to shout that one out too. Hate to hate to miss people, but we we kind of we kind of just have to at some point. <laughs> the Chungaroo with the first Zalra kill, Bowmanator with the first Hunlift kill, always a nice. stressful one. Always a stressful one. M Scotty with two uh with I think two gauntlet kills were the first two that were popped up. Yeah, the first two gauntlet Casey achieved. Nice, nice. Our boy Leo, speaking of Leo, the double shout out this week, <laughs> cracked off his first Fazani's nightmare. F- that boss. <laughs> and he did it on mobile, oh, which gosh. was gross. So cool. But then he got a PC and has been doing Fazani's on uh, on his PC. He's been enjoying it quite a bit. Um then as always coming in with just another like how is that humanly possible? Achievement of the week. Our boy Jesse, two fast kills, achieved his first solo theater of blood in these past two weeks. Yep. Wow. He's the only one on the board. Took him uh, 68 minutes to get through the entire <sighs> thing. So Crazy. that's, yep. I No more words, but that's pretty <laughs> cool. As far as skills go, I kind of want to issue an apology for this because we have so many 99s. We literally just got a 99 today, like three hours ago, four hours ago. And so for Vinti, for Vitney got 99 defense. But there are so many of them, we don't really have time to shout them all out. Also, someone got a 99 this week that led to a much bigger achievement. So in the skills category this week, we apologize to anyone who got a 99 but this week's achievement of the week goes to the MIG for finally maxing his account. Yeah. We had a maxing party for him on World 514 in Lumbridge. He pickpocketed the man outside the castle and he maxed. And everyone followed him to Max Island that could, and those of us that couldn't stood up on White Wolf Mountain and threw <laughs> eggs at everybody. So congratulations to you, MIG. Glad to have you a part of the community and glad you can rock all those Max Cape variants at every little piece of PVM mm-hmm. now. So. Congratulations to you. And as always, congratulations to everyone who achieved something this week. We do see your achievements, even though this achievement of the week doesn't seem like it. We do see them. We are all very proud for everything that you guys have accomplished this week. If you would like to post your achievements, head over to our TNL Discord and show us what you have achieved. Let us know. You can also post kick-ass drops or really terrible drops in there as well. <laughs> Talk about your pets or other video games. Discord's a great place to hang out. So that's Achievement of the Week, which I think means it is, it's damn near fun question it time, is. isn't it? I'm excited. Yes. I am too. So a little disclaimer on this one. We got two postcards. This one is, is from Who Farted. <laughs> Actually, their name, Who hearted (laughs) i was very unaware of that whenever i read this and it it took him a good five minutes to figure it out we were all laughing he's like i don't get it and we're he's like yeah hoof hearted who cares and we're like (laughs) michael so we're gonna read this fun question next week so that'll be the fun question for next week because this week oxy and i both have postcards in our very possession which has that never we are unsure that we have unsure actually has a fun question. Yeah, so true. there's potential that it doesn't. Yeah, that's very true. So the postcard we 
<clears throat> the postcard we might use next week, we also might use this week oh. because oh. we're doing it live. We're doing it live. We have no idea what these <laughs> postcards have on them. Yo, but they are from who? Are they? They're from Toast, Toast correct? Yeah. 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 Did I just just I just dismissed the quizmaster? How did that even happen? All right. Oh He's, my gosh. He is a sinner, and he will be banned from How? this community. Okay, I'm going to open will this be banned. now. So yes, Toast sent us these. So it's funny. It's like I have the PO box in my mm-hmm. state, <laughs> and so anything that's yeah. for Oxy specifically just gets insta forwarded by me. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> we insta forwarded. Oh, he gave us a stamp, so I could forward it to you, but I didn't open it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll use it next time. So yeah, we're we're opening them together. We're doing oh, it live. Oh. I literally just cracked mine open. Okay, so it's from Saginaw. Not sure what state. Think so here here's the question. It's I, I think. Oh my god, yeah. So this is hysterical, right? This is Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, because you can see the little Titabawasi up yeah. here in like the top little bit here. Huh. This is Saginaw, Michigan. This is like maybe 40 or 50 minutes from where I live right now. So Toast sent you two postcards from across the country to then send one back like a straight shot down M20 That's to, to get to my P.O. Box. Yeah, it says it's so, from yeah. Metroplex, Michigan. The Metroplex is down. The Metroplex is, is like here in Michigan. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, That's I'm gonna hilarious. cut this bit out of the episode. My dad works at the Metroplex. Oh wow, he's one of the postmasters down. I don't know if it's <laughs> Metroplex or NDC. This. Probably no. He probably didn't. He like runs the building. He doesn't oh, touch okay. mail anymore. He's. You want to talk about a fucking elitist at work? It's my dad. Um, but no. Uh. Yeah, Metroplex is down there. Yeah, Metroplex is uh, Southeast Michigan. Um. I don't know. It's it's kind of close to the NDC and like the downtown plant. They're all in that general area, but the Metroplex is one of the largest in the state. So that's fantastic that (laughs) it would have been probably more, it would have been faster for us to like meet in the middle and like exchange the postcard than it would have been for him to send it to you to send it back to me. That's But I'm so glad he did because that little extra step, (laughs) mm, that's fantastic. I've still not read what's on this, by the way. Have you seen the picture? Oh, I haven't seen it. I saw it. We're going to do it live. Right. We're doing it live. <laughs> Holy smokes, Whoa. dude. Hell yeah. yeah that is, that's cool as hell. Oh like, my gosh, That is fantastic. Dude. So, so who, uh, who did he, who did he draw for the you? Wise uh, as old if we man. don't know. This is, <laughs> this is incredible. That, yeah, that is super cool. This is extremely well wow. done. Like terrifyingly accurate to the end game. Oh, who spread. did you get? He drew me Elena. Oh wow! Uh, from Song of the Elves. There you go. He he asked me in DMs. He's like, "Who's your favorite non-boss NPC character?" I'm like, oddly specific, <laughs> uh, but probably Elena from Song of the Elves because I think she's kind of a badass and super cool. She basically like single-handedly uncovers that there's no plague. <gasps> so like, that's awesome. Yeah. By the way, there's there's no plague. Spoiler alert. Um, you have to save her in the very first quest everybody ever does on an Iron Man. <laughs> To get an arty, yeah, cape. pretty much, <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much, uh, yeah. So she's fantastic, and my you can't see it because I, I went with a natural light look today, so it's kind of hard to see with the glare. But does it look say at that. Inferno? Anything about Inferno? It it does not. Oh. And this is how like this is this is my kind of man right there. It says, "Keep up the awesome work and have good juju for your rebuild." Much love, Toast. That's a man right there. I was very worried this card was just going to say, "How's the Inferno going?" <laughs> I told Michael, "I'm just going to start attacking people if that's what it says." But I got 
Keep up the amazing work. Much love and grats on 99 fishing. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. That is awesome. I'm going to, I don't know if I want to, I think I'm going to put the, uh, it doesn't have any personal information, so I might leave the Elena side like out to put yeah yeah if you're watching on youtube you can't see the sun has hit a point in the sky where it's like mad reflecting into my room but i like the natural light so we're just getting cameras way overexposed (laughs) it is yeah i look like a ghost on one side of my face it is it's insane well this is great thank you toast i'm I'm this is awesome i'm so glad we did this live so I guess we yeah, can read the fun question cool. on this one then. Yeah, it, it doesn't have a fun question. So whoever sent the other postcard, <laughs> you get right. your fun question of this week too. Awesome. So this comes to us from Australia. Funny enough, it's a picture of a snowscape from Australia. Didn't know they got snow. I think it's a ski slope is the, the proper term. Whatever you want to call it. I, I think they do get snow, right? Maybe, Maybe. Maybe mountains. Hey Michael and Austin. I don't know anything about <laughs> I don't know anything about Earth hard mode geographically, so like I, I could Who really knows? I don't know for sure. Who really knows? <laughs> Hello, Michael and Oxy, sending love from Australia. Love listening to the podcast while I'm work uh, while I'm at work makes the shifts go by so much faster. <clears throat> I recently got the Rift Guardian pet at only seventy eight runecrafting, another low level uh, slash KC pet to add to the collection. GZ, that is a great Hell pet no. to get out of the way. <laughs> Uh, for the fun question, though, they asked, and I have not read this. I read the first part, and then once I said fun question, I just my eyes stopped moving. So, fun question. If you could make any era of RuneScape into a D&D campaign, i.e. the God Wars, the battles in Mauritania, what would it be? What would it be? Additionally, if you could bring over any RS weapons into D&D, what would they be, and how would you balance it? Oxy is stunned. <laughs> There's so much content for this answer. <laughs> and I have to pick one. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you're going to carry the fun question on this one, I don't know much about the the eras. Maybe I'll pull a quest into D&D. Uh, a, a, qu- a quest could also work. Yeah. Because, so, like, all right, just to, uh, here's no, I'll, I, have a, I have a plan, right? I'll get a little nerdy and maybe explain what he's talking about. Okay. As far as, like, <laughs> what eras of RuneScape. Yeah. Uh, and then while I'm popping off, you can think of an answer. Sound good? Okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, like, the eras, so to speak. When he first said eras of RuneScape, I thought he meant, like, RS1, RS2, mm-hmm. RSHD, whatever. But, no, he's probably referring to, like, the ages in RuneScape. Uh-huh. So when you hear the age in RuneScape, you probably think one of two things. You either think the sixth age from RS3, when the gods have returned to Gilinor, which kind of throws off their whole timeline from ours, which is why ours is very alternate university, because mm-hmm. uh, we're still in the fifth age in OSRS. Or, more commonly, you probably hear of third age gear, Mm -hmm. which is that super expensive cosmetic bullshit that people get from Clue Scrolls. (laughs) Um, I want to say the third age was when the God Wars were happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but the third age when the God Wars were happening. The second age is when people started to, like actually colonize things and there were a lot of very large cities like padua anacarl sentistan things like that those names sound familiar because those are all the ruined cities uh from the ancient spellbook back when zaros was pretty much in control of everything Mm -hmm. i want to say when zamorak betrayed zaros and took the power for himself that's when the third age began and that also kind of began 
the God Wars, so to speak. I don't know much about the first stage. I want to say the first stage was very much like the gods, like, you know, Thule or Zul or whatever the hell her <laughs> name is, and, like, Gothics were, like, first forming mm-hmm. shit. Um, I don't know anything from the RS3 perspective as well. I know they have a lot more active, like, in-game god lore, um, which I kind of like that about old school, that we kind of keep the whole, like, mystery of the gods very, like... I don't know. We we hear some things about them. Like there was a a reference to somebody uh, a god affiliated person in the Temple of the Eye Quest. Mm-hmm. But for the li- I think it was Jazz was referenced. But I I don't know who Jazz is. Mm-hmm. Um or yeah, I don't know. Some RS3 players like, "Ah, you're pronouncing it wrong." I don't actually know. <laughs> the fourth age uh fourth age is when we had a lot of like the Mauritania shit happen, I think. That's when like the river salve was blessed and like the the castle dragon came to be and things like that. And then the fifth age is everything that's happened right now. So the entire shit show that is a quest cape, every world ending disaster that you single handedly stop with literally zero thank you, uh, <laughs> all happens during the fifth age. So that's I guess like what era of RuneScape you're thinking of. I. As far do you want? Do you have a, anything, or well, do you want to? You want me to go? Based or? off the history lesson you just gave, I really think that the sixth age, where the gods have come back, would fit into a D and D campaign really well, because a mm-hmm. lot of the times D and D campaigns focus on there is a rogue god, and you're leveling up your character to become powerful enough to take them on and save the world. So it would be really cool to start out as a low level adventurer work your way through the minions, take on this storyline, and eventually become level 20, be so godlike that you have all of these abilities that you could take on, you know, Zamorak or Saradaman in a fight and potentially win. I'm not saying that either of those are the gods that I would choose, but they're the, the two most recognized and well-known gods of RuneScape. So 6H would be mm-hmm. cool. Now, there were gods in a... Uh, in another age so you could pick either when they come back or right before they go away but the third age fourth age are we in the fifth age in old school or fourth yeah we're in the fifth age fifth age would be cool because there is a lot going on we still have gods that we're battling within runescape seren with song of the elves i think that would be an amazing quest line just song of the elves potentially more but you could do a lot with dnd mimicking a campaign around the events of song of the elves you know, mm-hmm. you could have your characters be elves as as their as their race and mm-hmm. they have something to fight for or they have something they have skin in the game. Um, you could do a bunch of sessions where you're going through. Why is there a plague in the city? You know, you could start out with Plague City and Biohazard and start out the campaign just simply off the elf quest line. You know, Underground Pass mm-hmm. might suck, but. Dungeon crawls are a thing of D&D, so <laughs> it really could work. Um, now, if your character, if your players are RuneScape players, then they may not have so much fun because they have likely done all these quests before, but mm-hmm. it's possible. Dorks and Daggers is going through the world of RuneScape on their podcast <clears throat> with people who play RuneScape, so they're making it happen. <laughs> So big shout out to yeah, we'll we'll to definitely have to plug them at the end yeah. because this is this is definitely a question that's like perfectly mm-hmm. up their alley. Um but yeah, that's my answer. And I'll get into the, the weapon. That's cool after as hell, this. yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
That's cool as hell. <laughs> um, man, it's it's hard because so many things are cool. And the two things that I would have thought of are actually listed in the postcard are like the God Wars oh. and then like the conquest of the Sanguine region, yep. pretty much of all, all of that. Battles in Mauritania. Um, yeah, I, I, I think two cool storylines to follow would be you are an adventurer who starts off something small, like you're living in the Sugandenti region, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And then the vampires show up and then you end up being tasked with like, it starts with like, Oh, this might be a problem to like, shit. How do we bless <laughs> the river salve? Like kind of yeah. go through that whole campaign of like, you have to meet, you know, Lord Draken. you have to deal with like the Garazi vampires who are like, they're super warriors and shit like that. Um, that would be really cool uh, to do like maybe werewolf storylines and almost kind of watch like civilization in Mauritania degrade. Yeah. Like have a city like Berg de Rot just absolutely like diminish Ooh. Uh, or or watch like the death of the ice. What's the city that you run through to get to the Meyer Ditch hideout? Meyer. Is that Meyer Ditch? Meyer Ditch? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if the Meyer Ditch yeah. was... Yo, what's the city you teleport to to get to the Varrock sewers, bro? <laughs> I didn't know if the Meyer Ditch was the name of the group. That's I space fart that, okay? So don't come at me. I can tell. I can tell. Um, that is <clears throat> that is the Marique. Yeah, I think that would be I think that would be super cool because again, you've got like the vampires, I seen werewolves. It's a very cool storyline. And then you could throw anything undead in there and and make it very cool as well um what is not to what's hmm? the city that like you're you're going through all the the decrepit is it Meyerditch? oh don't try to redo oh that we're leaving that no! whole thing don't you dare try to redo that don't you dare try to redo that michael we're leaving that it's whole we're leaving that whole encounter in yes. hell yeah anyway. um no i do think that would be i do think that would be super cool to see kind of tangentially uh, b- uh, I would like to see um Theater of Blood be made into a D and D like combat campaign. I think that would be very cool to do. I don't know enough about D and D of like how do you make something like Zarpus work with the spitting poison. I-, I feel like you could you could make something like we let's talk about Maiden. You could make Maiden work where like you have um what's it called initiative order yeah, whatever it yeah. is and everyone attacks and then maiden's first attack she sends out a magic attack and then she sends out a blood splat yeah. and then at the third round of initiate order she has a lair action where she sends these crabs out and by the end of the next initiate order she's skipping a turn by the end of the next initiate order these crabs will reach her and heal her so your party has to decide what to do mm-hmm. Of like, because in game obviously you freeze 70 50 30 but in D maybe you have to act a little quicker. Maybe there's only three crabs so your party can like match up on them together. Maybe you create like a wall so nothing can get through yeah. so these crabs don't actually matter. It's just cool little ways to go about that. So maybe that would be that'd be pretty be cool, cool if I could actually write D&D campaigns, but I don't <laughs> I'm not I'm not Bro, there if yet. you DM um, I would hella play that campaign. If I knew how to DM, I would hella DM it. Um <laughs> But I think another cool another cool thing for this particular fun question would be uh, a campaign of like you are a Zerosian follower who just sort of starts to get a little bit upset mm. with like what's going on with Zaros. And then maybe by like level ten 
one of your allies kills Zaros entirely and is like, yeah, great job, Zamorak. Turns out he's not that good of a guy. Uh, so then you have to go from like rebel to like, oh shit, we've gone too far. <laughs> like, how do we how do we backtrack and like stop this a little bit? Yeah. So that'd be super cool to go like Zorosian to Zamorakian to like I don't know, maybe like Saradoman or Gathixian or something like that. Of like almost like God hop, so to speak, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like you kind of go through the campaign of like what starts the God Wars. And then maybe you have like the moral, I guess like the moral crossroads of like, do we just continue and like destroy the whole world? Because like Zaros and the other gods. Or do we try to like maybe stop the Samurai dude? Maybe (laughs) just, just maybe a little bit. That's what D&D is all about. It's all about conflict and like making choices that might be the wrong choice, but it's ultimately the one you came up with. So yeah, God Wars, the God Wars lasts for so long, though, that it's very hard to be like, oh, we'll just condense this into a campaign like this shit is thousands of years. People are fighting Uh, maybe a a little subplot campaign to bring it back to Mauritania would be um, you get to fight alongside the Barrows brothers. Oh, and maybe one of your maybe one of your choices is whether or not to take the blessing from Slisky to become immortal uh, and storm castle dragon or whatever. Maybe you have to help them liberate that area as part of your campaign growth. You're moving with these like Ceredominus mercenaries, whatever. There's a lot of potential for a lore whore like myself (laughs) with this. Um, What, what items would you like to see brought in? Into D and D specifically. I feel like the dragon war would be, kind of a fun thing to play around with because it can be used okay. as an actual weapon very effectively, right? Warhammers are good. Mm-hmm. Dragon tier in D&D would probably be good, you know? It'd probably be like a plus three, I don't know, magic weapon. Um, but the special attack, balancing-wise, I don't know how you would do it. Maybe it could lower your t- lower your opponent's AC for one for one uh like for one cycle so like mm-hmm. if you if you actually hit them then a percentage of the hit could be halved <laughs> i don't know how you would balance it like if you hit if you hit like a, a 4d10 or something that's potentially 40 damage 1% of that is 4 so half of 4 is 2 so you could lower their ac by 2 on a max hit. So mm-hmm. it could be lower your AC by whatever the max hit or one to be the lowest. It would have, it would take a lot of balancing, but lowering AC is kind of the thing that you're doing when you do a dragon Warhammer special attack, you take down their defensive stats. So that would be cool. I would love to see that. If somebody can work that in, I would play with it and I would use it. And now this is where Michael and I switch because I could talk to you day and night about RuneScape lore, <laughs> but I don't know most of the words that he just said other than Dragon Warrior. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, you didn't... I, I think AC is equivalent to, like, how frequently you can get hit. I don't so, know. I've played two games of D&D, let me remind both you. of which are on Spotify, if you want to check them out. Patreon? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, the Dorks and Daggers oh, ones, yeah. but also, yes, we did do those for Patreon. I forgot about those. <laughs> I played four games of D&D with all recorded. the exact same people. <laughs> All recorded, all RuneScape. So AC is the number the other person has to roll to be able to hit you. 
So if I want to okay. attack a goblin, their AC is probably like 10. So I roll my d20. That's the attack roll. And I roll a 10 or higher on the dice. I pass their AC. Um, and it's called armor class. So yeah. if you roll to hit their AC, if you lowered your opponent's AC, it just makes it easier because more numbers are available to be able to hit them. So if your mm. AC is 20, you have to have like an 18 plus whatever or a 17 plus whatever to be able to hit them. Um, and then after your damage or after your attack roll is your damage roll. And that's when you roll like a 1d8, 2d10, whatever your weapon calls for to actually calculate mm. how much you hit them. So that's what AC is. Then in that case, we're going to go with the AC vein uh, and we're going to pick um, armor sets. Two in particular oh. that I'm thinking would be pretty cool to see. Um, both kind of literally, I think a yin and yang of one another, which is pretty neat. Um, kind of following with like the whole Mauritania conquest story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the first set, if you get all three pieces, right? It can't just be like one piece of armor does mm-hmm. it. So all three pieces of the Justicier armor set will increase your um, AC by like five. Okay. I don't know what that means numbers wise, but like fuck them, it'll increase it by five. Uh, so you're a lot tankier and a lot yeah. harder to yeah, hit. Yeah. With the other, the offensive end of it being, if you obtain all three pieces of the Inquisitor armor set, you get like a plus five to any attack roll. Oh, there you, that you go. Get. So you have a much higher chance to hit. I know that's not how Inquisitor works with most things. I know like you get like a a boost for like crush attack bonuses, but as far as like D and D is concerned. I don't know what it's like to like wear armor. Like we never did anything armor or gear wise right. with our characters in D really. So which as is far sad. as like how that works, I mean, even if it's just like if you never change your armor, maybe it's just like a passive unlock. Mm-hmm. Oh, like congratulations, you found your third piece of you know Inquisitor armor by killing this vampire or this eye scene or whatever you killed to get it. Um, now you have like a permanent plus five boost for your attack rolls. With like melee attacks or something like that. I don't know. Maybe there's there's potential. Maybe the plus five is only with um, melee or ranged attacks, but maybe it's like a minus three if it's like a magical based attack. So like maybe there's some sort of balance there. I don't know. But like, and then the Inquisitor doesn't work if you're doing like magic things. So if the Warlock gets the Inquisitor, that's kind of yeah. useless. But like, you know, I want to. I w- I'd be interested to see like if you could work in sort of like set effects. Like you're talking about if you have all three, you get a plus five. But I'm thinking there's a there's a a spell called shield. You have to Mm -hmm. um, stock it as a spell. I'm thinking it would be cool if you were wearing the entire set of Justicier that now shield becomes a cantrip and you can just be casting shield every time, whether you do or not. But shield boosts your AC by like two for one round. But again, it's one of those things that you have to use it sparingly because you're taking up spell slots, uh, spell slots to use it. Now, mm-hmm. if shield is already a cantrip, then I look like an idiot. So um, I haven't looked that up. So I, I don't think it's I'm a cantrip. Gonna, 
I'm gonna. The only cantrip I know of is whatever that Elder Fire Blast thing. <laughs> Elder's Blast. That's the only cantrip I know because I don't think I used many other cantrips. Yeah. <laughs> that that opens up a whole world of like for set effects. Like if you get all three pieces of ancestral gear, you just get more spell slots. Yeah. Here's two extra that spell slots because so you're cool. full ancestral. That I don't know. I've never played anything that uses range based attacks. I've played a ranger, which turns out are not archers. It's not the same mm-hmm. thing in D and D. Ranger that is was like confusing. Uh, Aragon um, from Aragon. From yep, that's that's how you explained it to me the last <laughs> time. I've never seen anyone use a bow uh, ever in D and D. No, I don't know if they even exist in Dungeons and Dragons. But maybe if you do something similar for like Armadil, maybe Torva has something where like you get a plus like d6 like whatever whatever your attack is plus an additional d6 if you have all three pieces of torva for like your damage modifier there's a lot of cool things you can do with armor sets if you if you base it off that because a lot of these armor sets do cool things because runescape is basically D, where defense is your ac attack is your like attack strength. and strength is your that, damage that's role. very like, true that's, <laughs> that's basically all it is yep. But this fun, fun question. Thank you so much. Um, who farted? <laughs> who farted? I don't know. Sh- messages uh, if you're in the Discord or you're in the clan because I don't recognize that name. But thank you so much for the postcard. Appreciate that a lot and for the fun question. That being said, if you send us a postcard to the P.O. box, there's a guarantee we'll read the fun question on there. So if we get a bunch, we'll have to spread them out. But we may do like a quick fire. If we have like five postcards come in in one time, we'll just do like a fun question episode. Yeah. That'll be the whole. We'll just get shitty drunk on, on gnome cocktails again. <sighs> wow. And read postcard after postcard. Episode of, of 69 coming up. <laughs> so, all right. So, folks, episode 69 is in three weeks. Oh, you're going to be. There's mad potential. Get out of town. No, <laughs> son of a bitch. I will be out of oh, town. No. Damn it! I'm not going to be here for. We're we're canceling the trip. <laughs> Take another week oh off. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. If you do not open 66, that episode 67, 67. with "Welcome back to XP Waste," where nice, I'm going to scream. <laughs> That's exactly if I listen to episode 69 and I don't, it's not just nice. I'm going to fly back and beat your ass. I don't care what country I'm in because I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> um, when do you come back? Do you remember? The 26th, but realistically won't be back in my recording area until Boom. maybe August the 27th, 28th. Well, then, like, damn, son. <laughs> We're not I, know. Be able to do I know. I know. I know. Episode 68. 68.5. There we go. It's like a 30 minute episode. <laughs> it's just me talking to myself. <laughs> Potential. <laughs> Potential, Potential, yeah. This week is this week has been fun. You got anything else for us, Michael? I don't. I don't think we. I think we're good. That's it for me. All right. All right. Well, then, with that, it's time for me to promote again because I had the intro, which means I have all the promotion. So Michael's gonna bite a towel and try not to say anything while I stumble through this. So if you guys liked what you listened to, give us a subscribe, a like, a follow on whatever respective platform, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. You guys are all awesome. If you'd like to see us other places, there's a link tree in this uh in this description of this here episode as well, where you can check us out on Twitter, TikTok, Discord, not Facebook. Um and you can also see Michael and I's Twitch channels because Michael's been streaming more and uh, 
I stream every on rare occasion. Come through at Michael and at Michael and his Twitch and tell him nice nothing redeem very original. I changed it <laughs> last night <laughs> to get what? that bread gamer. And then oh I say, god. and then when they redeem, I say, get that bread gamer. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Well, at least it's not a cold. It's at least not a cold-hearted ripoff. Outdated. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like. I know I said it in the link tree, but join our Discord. It's very cool over there. We are planning a skill of the week soon, hopefully, because we've not really done much of anything event-wise coming up. I know one of our higher-ranking members of the clan is talking some sort of fun summer Mm. bingo, so we'll wait and see what she has planned for that, Uh, and then we'll get that information out to you guys. Uh, if you want to support the show financially, head over to patreon.com forward slash XP waste to get a, a good line on all the cool Patreon benefits like the recording booth chat, the extra episode and chip away at that, uh, Michael Oxy matching tattoo goal. And then finally, we do have merch head over to XP waste.shop to check out all the various merch um that will be being in the store hopefully we'll have new designs soon because that was one of the things michael and i talked about in our little business meeting we had that we had in place of last week's episode so we've got some things working we've got some things talking right now so expect some new designs i'm gonna say by the end of summer because we don't actually have any concrete dates so hopefully there'll be some new stuff by the time summer's over so it would be really cool if whatever tattoo design we actually get we turned it into a shirt. So you guys can rock it as well. <laughs> okay. We can all have matching tattoos <laughs> as a family. Arguably, it's easier to get matching t-shirts, but I've always wanted... No, I've wanted well, an ex- lame. Maybe we'll get like, ma- <laughs> get like matching stickers. People can like stick oh, them on their body. Oh, we can't put shit. stickers in there like, too. That would, be, that would be super right cool. On, yeah. right so that's... All right. That's got, that's got potential. Once we finalize <laughs> the design, there will definitely be something Hell up by yeah. August. <laughs> um... All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in for this rather controversial client-based episode. Mm -hmm. Although it's not that controversial. They banned two clients. (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah? Will I see you next week? Let me look at the dates here. Uh, I think I'll see you next week. You leave on. But then I won't see you after that for a little while. We'll miss you. All right. I I know. (laughs) What are you going to do without me? All right, guys. See y'all later. Bye.